Welcome to Adama Stars, Naked Truths. My name is Junior and I'm a filmmaker, an entrepreneur, a husband to an amazing wife and a father of two wonderful children. The purpose of this podcast is to share my and other people's life experiences to help equip us with the tools necessary to get through trauma. So thanks for tuning back in. So today on this podcast, I want to talk about transcending. And it kind of sounds a bit cryptic. You know, it sounds kind of sci-fi and all that stuff. And you know what? It, it is. It is. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm all about becoming more than one is in order for you to achieve things that you've never seen before in your life. You know, as a, as a young child, I, I've had to always reach for more than what my eyes could see, attain things that my heart yearned for. And if it wasn't for that hunger, that desire, that, uh, that almost innate ability to become more, I would have died a long time ago. I've spoke to so many people and, you know, in my life thus far and you know you know you have these moments whereby you realize that oh wait you've come i've come a, a far away because of that mindset and how a lot of people have also come a far away because they've had that mindset and that mindset to me is so profound because without it you can die very prematurely. So today I really want to talk about three things within the, you know, the idea of transcending. And the first thing is, if your best is not good enough, go harder. Two, commit to the new idea of you. Three, don't look back. Now, the first point, if your best is not good enough, go harder. You know, and I found I found that so profound because it sounds kind of obvious. Like, you know, sometimes it's very easy to give up, give up where when you're at that tipping point, you know, whereby everything's going bad, you know, everything's going tough, like stuff is happening. You know, I, there's been moments in my life whereby, yo, I want to throw in the towel. You know, it's, as I said, I'm had enough. I've had enough because it's too much. It's too much. And then I say to myself, how bad did I really want it? How bad do I, do I love the idea of being able to conceive the reality, to conceive the actual child that I've always wanted to conceive? How bad did I want it? You know, and that was kind of a mind of a story that was once told to me or that I read somewhere. And it was about this old, old man who's a guru. And so many people came to him because of his wise counsel and his, his virtue. And so this specific a young man came to this old man and said, I want to be, I want to be a millionaire. Yeah, I just want to be a man. I want to be rich. And then the old man said, okay, okay. 
Like, you really want to be rich? And the boy said, yeah, 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 of course I do. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. And so the old man dragged, you know, the young man to a well that they were standing by and grabbed his head and submerged it under the water. And I mean, you know, this is madness, right? It's like, he's come for you. He's, you know, this young man's come to, you know, this this gentleman's guru for, for advice and, you know, he's getting murdered, right? He's getting, yo, it's like, yeah. And so, um, whilst his head, the young man's head was submerged, the old man said very quietly, so what do you want? Do you want to become a millionaire or do you want breath? And in that moment, all the young man could think about is breath. I want air. I want to breathe. I want to breathe right now. And the old man let go. The young man jumped up and was like, yo, how would you do that? Because I wanted to test your resolve. I wanted to understand how bad you want to become the very thing that you said you declared in your life that you want to attain. Like, how bad do you really want it? What does it mean to you? And in that moment of of pain, you chose to hold your breath longer by not reacting or learning new skills to make you a lot more efficient in your domain. You chose the easier way out. And sometimes from my life thus far, going through certain things have been challenging because I've said to myself, not I written this down. This is what I really wanted to become. You know, so I remember when I was going from when I wanted when I was coming into film, I wanted to make films. That's all I wanted. I wanted to make films and I was adamant that I was gonna make films, but I didn't have no contacts. I you know, I didn't know what I was doing, and it was such a massive learning curve, but I was adamant, you know, and to be able to be a part of the very films that inspired me when I, was a, when I was a young lad, you know, that saved my life when I was a young lad. And now to be in that same industry that is also inspiring other people to even conceive that a job in the film industry is even possible. It's like, yo, I could do this. And by me actually doing it, people have realized, oh, wait, snap, Junior's done it. I remember he talked about it a long time ago. I met, so a lot of people, so now I've come on set now and a lot of people have come to me and said, oh, Junior, I remember you talked about you trans- transitioning into camera like, like, like half a decade ago. And now you're here, you're fully fledged. And, and it's just, it gives me hope that it's possible. And I said, and then, and then it's like a realization to me in terms of, yeah, I, I wanted it, you know, and there was, I remember, you know, the times whereby <clears throat> just getting the equipment, you know, it almost, almost killed me, you know, financially, you know, and just learning the new, new skills and not being able to look after my family, the capacity that I could when I was in my other persuasion, you know, it will, you know, I couldn't do that anymore, but I had so much faith in the idea that I ripped that I had meditated upon, that was pl- that was within me, that I said to myself, 
if my best is not good enough, I need to go harder. I need to keep on going until that idea is actualized. And to me, you know, when when you get to a point in life whereby there's no other, I mean, we all like to have options, right? We like to have an A plan, a B plan, a C plan. You have to get to that point whereby, do you know what? Burn it. There's only one plan. There's only one plan. There's only one reality and nothing else will do. Because until you reach that point, you won't push further. You just settle. And we're talking about pushing beyond the pain. We're talking about pushing to the point whereby it doesn't make sense from the outside that you will subject yourself to, to such torment. You know, there's been times whereby, you know, just I remember, okay, so we, you know, we you know, when we first started out, me and my wife, you know, we were in a small little flat and we wanted to get to this house and it's like, how do we do it? Like, how, how do we move from this place to that place? And we had to grind and hustle. And I remember the day, the day before, actually it was a night before the, the deposit was due. You know, we had to transfer money here. We had to take cash there. We had to, it was, it was, it was some madness just to make that deal work. And what it did show us is our resolve how bad we wanted to, we wanted to make that work that reality and how we hustled together to actually be more than we were before and so you know sometimes you know when we look at what we want to be we we just look at the end result but what's more important is the it's the journey, it's the process, it's the transformational qualities that you learn along the way. And along that journey, you're able to handle the weight of the, the person that you need to be to attain that very goal or vision that you've placed within your life. Number two, committing to the new idea of you. Now, you know, there's a thing where, you know, people say, oh, fake it till you make it. And I kind of want to go beyond that in terms of fake it till you become it. You know, when, when I, when I, from the environment I came from and to where I am now, I've had to be something very different. I've had to learn how to talk, conduct myself. I've, I've had to unlearn to relearn and in that whole process i've had to commit to this idea of junior you can actually be this sort of person like you know you can be a person that you know can speak to people rather than always fighting with people you can be a person that can actually create things that can inspire people you know like junior you can be something else than what you were thrown into the world as being. And the only way that you can become it is if you truly believe it. You know, sometimes when you watch a good film and you see a, you see an actor or actress and they play a role and you're just, you're just amazed, amazed in 
their prowess, amazing their deliverance, amazing their ability to transform themselves and embody in every aspect the essence of a character. And it always amazes me. It always amazes me when you see such a, an amazing transformation. And then you realize that's why, you know, they are rewarded accordingly. You know, their ability to become something that we can only marvel at is phenomenal. And I see my life no different. You know, in order for us to become something, we must believe the role so much that, you know, in, in you know, if you're making the quote, what you call it, um, the acting, they call it method acting, right? So you, you're always in character. So in film, we call it method acting, whereby characters, you know, or actors kind of play their characters to the point whereby no one can separate if they are in character or out of character because they only have one character, which is the character. And I see no, I see no different to the attainment of our goals and embracing new ideas of who we want to be. So in order for us to reinvent ourselves, we have to truly believe the character that we are creating in order for us to apprehend the fullness of that very character. And I feel that's very important because for me, when I was growing up, if I didn't embrace the new idea of me, I wouldn't have been able, I wouldn't have been able to be in the place that I'm in today that's able to look after my family, that's able to create um, things that inspire people, as well as to be the person that is able to truly be happy. Now, I feel that I've learned the tools needed to bring things into life. And I feel that is attributed to the fact that I've committed to the idea of the new me, the idea that you can become what you want to be based upon the conviction that you have on what you meditate upon. It says, write the vision down on tablets. But it also says that we should meditate upon the word day and night. And it's kind of, what word are you meditating upon? What word do you truly believe? Do you believe the external things that people are telling you? Or do you believe the internal deposition that you need to be because they're both different things. And so if you choose to accept the external, other people's opinions and ideas of you rather than your own, it's, it's difficult, it's challenging to commit to the idea, the true idea of you and involve and become something that you couldn't be. So if you want to attain something, you need to apprehend the spirit of the thing that you want to attain before you can attain it. And so, you know, in order for that to happen, you have to have full conviction in yourself that, you know what, this is what I am. This is who I want to be. And this is who I am. There's oneness now. And because there's oneness, there's a harmony. And we're no longer wrestling. We're no longer debating about who I want to be. This is it. If I want to lose weight and get into shape. So I remember at one point I was like 19 and a half stone. I was, it was, it was, I was, I was a big lad, a big lad. And then I said to myself, no. I want to 
be an epitome of health. I want to get to that place whereby I am always in shape. I feel great about myself, about my body, about my mind, you know, and I lost the weight. And then not only did I lose the weight, I sustained the weight because of now different lifestyle choices. So before, I couldn't do anything about it because the idea of me being healthy was too far for me. You know, I could, I didn't embrace the idea, the full idea of what it meant for me to be healthy. But as soon as I did, I wasn't, I was no longer battling with trying to achieve weight loss or trying to gain muscles or be in shape. I became the very thing that I always wanted to be because I decided that enough was enough. I am it. And as soon as I became it, everything changed. Muscles gained, weight loss, better mindset, better attitude, better approach to food, um, better energy levels, like everything changed. And, and, and that change was only attribute to the fact that I decided that enough was enough. I'm going to commit to the idea of being healthy, the idea of being happy, the idea of being in control rather than out of control. And number three, don't look back. And the reason why I say that is sometimes we want to serve two masters. You know, we we want we want this and that. When you when you move forward, when you truly move forward, the past has no bearing. The past got you to where you were, but in order for you to get to where you need to be, you now need to let go and move on. And the more you turn back, the more you allow your past to be an anchor that pulls you back rather than using your lifeline to pull you forward. And I've had to say, I am not my my past. My past was a, is you know, a part of me, but it does not control me. In order for you to truly embrace new ideas, new ideologies, new, new visions, new versions of yourself, you can't keep a hold of something else, you know, like, like luggage. You know, if you don't empty the suitcase and you take that suitcase everywhere and you keep filling it with both dirty and new clothes, it gets to a point where even the new the new clothes will become dirty. And so in order for you to truly move forward, you need to empty the suitcase of the dirty clothes and then fill it with new clothes. And it's kind of like we take our baggage everywhere. And in order for us to truly move forward, that suitcase must be empty. And the more we hold on to every single, like I remember before I used, you know, when I was younger, I used to have you know, my favorite t-shirts, right? There was this, I had this uh, Levi's t-shirt that I used to love, it, you know, I used to paint on it because I, it was my painting shirt, basically. I used to run my brushes on there. It was very, it was a very intimate t-shirt, you know, it was like, I was one with my art and my craft and you know, I got to a certain point where I said to myself, do you know what? Even though I love art, I had to leave that world behind so I can focus on this new idea of me, um, this new me that was able to 
focus on other things that I couldn't focus upon with that attachment to my art in the same capacity that I had when I was a young child, right? And so this T-shirt represented that anchor, that line, right? That that was almost binding me to a world that I respected, but had no, but had had that that didn't have a place in the same capacity in my in this new idea of me as it did with the old version of me, right? So I had to say, do you know what? Burn it. I had to throw that t-shirt away. And that that hurt me, you know, that t- I love that t-shirt. Oh, that t-shirt, it was just comfort. You know, you know when you have like a, like a, a teddy bear or blankies, like, I just want that blanket. But then you get to a point whereby you become grown and you can't be doing things that you did when you were a child. You have to leave the childish things alone, right? And it's no different to the pursuing of ideas and different versions of yourself. In order for you to become all that you, you know, you want to become, you're going to have to cleave and leave certain things behind in order for you to roll and move forward. And the more you look back at those things, the more those things will hinder you, hinder your ability to to evolve and move forward and move on with your life to become the very thing that you said you wanted to be. So in conclusion, having conviction is key to true transformation. When you want to become it, then the world outside will reorder itself. Everything is always inside out. You must move from within before you can move outside. If you don't believe in you, it's harder for others to do so. People are attracted to people being. So become what you want to attract and the right things and opportunities in your life will become apparent. And once you have done everything needed to stand, then stand unashamed in who you are so that the world can see that you're a born again individual. And lastly, why not you? If others can be, why can't it be you? The only thing preventing you from true happiness in your... And that brings me to the end of this part of this episode. I hope it has helped someone, even if it's just one person, keep on fighting. Please send me your messages as it will be great to hear your thoughts on similar battles and grow together. Thank you.